hello and peace be upon you how are you doing how is work how is your day going how is school how are you doing how is everything going um i know it's late but happy new year guys yeah it's still january it's still the first month of the year so we're still celebrating the new year so yeah it's still it's still okay for me to 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 wish you guys a happy new year (laughs) it's still okay for me to wish you guys a happy new year so happy new year i'm sorry it's late i'm sorry this episode took a long while so i feel deep in my heart that this year is going to be a good year that this year is going to come or this year is going to be filled with a lot of thanksgiving and of course thanksgiving isn't only during the good times we thank god during the good the bad the ugly the joyous moments at all times we are to always be thankful to god and before the year 2022 ended something kept telling me that this year is going to be a year of growth a year of opportunities prosperity and thanksgiving that is the most important thing oh another thing is surrender surrendering to the almighty surrendering to god so yeah what are your new year's resolutions i know that new year's resolutions are things that we perceive as cliche there are things that we don't even end up accomplishing we tend to forget the goals that we set for ourselves at the beginning of the year sometimes we forget it at like the middle of the the year or after january we like forget everything honestly it doesn't matter whether or not you enter the year in it doesn't sorry the situation in which you start the year does not determine how the year is going to go for you it doesn't determine how the year will end for you this is just like the 21st or 22nd day so it doesn't matter what you're going through just trust the lord and surrender to him this year we surrender everything at the feet of the lord i will that's something that i'm going to do surrendering surrendering to god isn't something that sorry isn't something that came easy for me it wasn't easy for me to make the choice to surrender to god because surrendering to god is saying oh god father i trust you i don't mind if things don't go my way i just want you to take control of everything and guide my step every step of the way every in everything i do i invite you in and if you do not want me to do this it doesn't matter it's hard it's easier said than done but we need to trust god so if god is calling us to do something we have to do it and if he's saying 
this isn't the right thing for you to do then we need to trust him so so saying surrendering to god isn't something that came easy for me because all my life i have always planned my life i'm someone who knew what i wanted to do at like the age of seven or younger than seven i knew what i wanted to do i wanted to be a doctor i wanted to study medicine and it wasn't just oh i want to be a doctor i want to be a doctor i want i knew i knew the field i wanted to specialize in it seems funny that a seven-year-old would know that but yes i knew the field i wanted to specialize in i wanted to be a gynecologist and of course i did not exactly have a deep understanding of what a gynecologist is all i knew was gynecologists are doctors for women so yeah i wanted to treat women i wanted to specialize in gynecology that is what i wanted to do with my life at a very young age so you're probably wondering what happened it's more than a decade now so i did not end up studying anything related to medicine (laughs) i'm not studying anything related to medicine i am 19 right now i'm about to start my final year in the university hallelujah (laughs) i'm just so happy that this is finally coming to an end and i am a business major yeah a business major with a podcast (laughs) i did not plan this i did not plan to study medicine to study anything business when i was younger and at a point in my life i was actually very serious i was like nothing in this world is going to stop me from becoming a gynecologist i was like i actually did not like physics but i was like i do not mind learning physics i don't mind but i ended up changing schools and for some reason my mind or something kept drawing me to like the commercial side (laughs) i don't know if i do not change schools i only realized this recently but if i do not change schools i would have studied medicine i would actually force myself to 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 learn and to love certain subjects like physics (laughs) that i do not like so i only recently or not so recently realized this and at that time i was about to change secondary schools because i moved from an all-girls school to a mixed christian school yeah i moved it was like a sudden transition it was something i wasn't really i did not really know how to go about but yeah i moved to a co-ed school and it was a missionary school not exactly a missionary school but it was a christian school 
so when i was about to move schools i did not like it my aunt introduced my dad to this christian school and she was like it's the best she convinced him and everything <laughs> she even paid for my registration and all of that so my dad agreed and he said fine it's okay it's a christian school and my aunt really praised the school so fine he want he would want me to go there and i was scared because first of all it's a new environment i'm an introvert i do not easily make friends so i was thinking about how i will now leave my friends everyone that i knew for a long time and then move schools all of a sudden to a school that i did not know anyone i knew absolutely no one except my cousin and my cousin and i at that time were not exactly close my dad only agreed or one of the reasons why he agreed was because my older cousin would be there and she would be sort of like a guide and someone to help me so i wouldn't be alone let me make something clear this was boarding school the only time i went to day school was like nursery school and primary school but from my first year of secondary school to my last i was in boarding school so imagine having friends and leaving them to go to a whole new place where i didn't know anybody i knew no one absolutely no one my cousin was a year ahead of me so the only time we would actually meet and talk would be like in hostel so most of the time i did not exactly have a friend i it was very hard for me to make friends it was very very hard for me to make friends everyone was making friends all the new students were making friends but for me it was really hard but you know i'm actually grateful that i went to that school because i met some of the best people that are in my life right now some of the best friends ever i'm so grateful i went to that school because honestly <laughs> i i learned a lot and it was amazing honestly there were yeah there were bad times but i'm so grateful overall i am grateful to god so yeah my plan was to stay in my former school the first secondary school i attended throughout all my 6 years of secondary school but the lord had other plans because if i had stayed in that school only god knows what would have happened but because i moved schools i was able to well first of all change my <laughs> change what i wanted to become because honestly i never actually planned on studying anything that had to do with that had to do with business it was so sudden because we were given papers to choose what we were to study so it was science arts technical and commercial 
and all of a sudden something just directed me to commercial it had to be the holy spirit i'm not joking it had to be the holy spirit because i ticked commercial and i do not know why or how till this day i do not know what moved me to pick commercial because i have never done anything related to business or anything deep related to business before changing schools and having to choose commercial class but yeah one funny thing one funny thing is after choosing commercial class i really fell in love with accounting i loved making accounts i especially loved departmental accounts and manufacturing accounts if you study accounting probably that those accounts are like really really long but those are my favorite so i made up my mind about studying accounting i was sure whenever someone asked me i would be like well i want to be an accountant that was like it i was sure nothing was going to change my mind or so i thought on this very wonderful day it was just a very random day two of my uncles from my mother's side sat me down one an accountant the other was studying business administration i was in the last year of secondary school so they wanted to discuss stuff they wanted to convince me to you know <laughs> follow the path of well, both of them they're convincing me to study one was convincing me to study accounting the other one was convincing me to study business so at that point i was i was starting to get really confused but i stood my ground and i said i want to study accounting nothing is going to stop me from studying accounting but in the end guess what there was a change of plans yeah my mother told me to change my course to change my major if my voice sounds really deep i am trying not to be loud so yeah my mother told me to change my major at first i was confused because i had just graduated and i was very sure of accounting and she knew what i wanted to study so why simply tell me to change my major without discussing it with me but i wasn't actually angry or anything i was like okay that's fine it's really okay i really don't mind and that was how i changed my course and i am really happy with what i'm studying at first i was studying i was studying um business because of my mother because my mother told me to but later on i i'm so interested like i am so grateful that my mom told me to change my course because as a very imaginative person and quite the creative person i think business was like the best option for me because 
I get to create and sell out whatever I want to. All my life, I have never wanted to work a nine-to-five. So, I think the entrepreneur route is like the best. Although, being an entrepreneur, for real, is like harder than having a nine-to-five job. So, yeah. I'm really grateful because it's really funny how the Lord... It feels like the Lord was sort of playing playing like a game with me because when I'm sure of something I want to do, suddenly he moves me to something else. When I'm sure of something I want to do, he suddenly moves me to something else. So I'm really grateful. And it really shows how without knowing, I was gradually following the plans the Lord had for me. Because I already had my plans, but the Lord had other plans. And everything worked in my favor. Without knowing, I I was gradually pursuing the plans the Lord had for me. And I never actually planned on having a podcast. But now I do. <laughs> and I am grateful to God. I am grateful and I am happy. I am happy of where I am right now, of where he has brought me. And I trust him and I believe him. I know he will guide me and I know he will protect me. And he, the plans he has are for my good and for his glory. So ladies and gentlemen my very lovely listeners if you are a new listener hi how are you doing um if you are a returning listener welcome back how are you doing oh well (laughs) you are listening to the raisin army podcast Whether or not we want to admit it, trusting God is probably one of the hardest things ever. It is something that is easier said than done, especially when you have to leave a place where you're comfortable in and go somewhere you have no idea about or when you are faced with the worst challenges of your life. Yeah. Those are moments when we need to really hold on to our faith in Yahweh. Those are moments when we hold on to him and we trust him because we have no idea what's going to happen. So we trust him to guide us. In this episode, we tell the story of a man who had complete faith and trust in the Lord God. He is known as the first patriarch. So yeah, we are about to dive in to the stories of the patriarchs or ancestors of the Israelites. The Israelites traced their ancestry to one man, and that man is Abraham. 
the patriarchs were the ancestors of the Israelites from Abraham to Joseph. Abraham was the first patriarch. We know that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible, also known as the law books or the Torah. Moses descended from Abraham, the line of descent being Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Levi, Kohath, Amram, and then Moses. So what is a patriarch? A patriarch is the father or founder of a family or tribe. Acts 7 verses 8 mentions 12 patriarchs. These 12 patriarchs are the 12 sons of Jacob. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. From the 12 patriarchs came the 12 tribes of Judah. Yahweh made a covenant with Abraham in Genesis 17 verses 4, promising that Abraham would be the father of many nations. The events from the lives of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob primarily take place in Canaan, even though Abraham was actually from Mesopotamia. Abraham is revered by the three great monotheistic religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Monuments and documents have been discovered due to archaeological research, many of them date far back to the period of the patriarchs. Excavations of a royal palace in Mari, an ancient city on the Euphrates. The city was important because it was a focal point on caravan routes that crossed the Syrian desert and linked Mari with Syria and the Mediterranean coasts as well as with Assyria and Babylonia. About 20,000 clay tablets known as Mary letters were found which confirmed the biblical story of Abraham and shed more light on the ancient biblical times or period. The narrative fits perfectly with what from other sources is known today as the early 2nd millennium BCE. Now, in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, Go away, leave your country, your relatives, and your father's house, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you abundantly. I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing, a source of good to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you and in you will all the families all the nations of the earth be blessed abram listened to the lord and departed in faithful obedience as the lord directed him lot his nephew left with him abram was 75 years old when he left haran last episode we read that terah Abraham's father left Ur 
with Abram, Sarah, and Lot. They were headed for Canaan, but when they reached the land of Haran, they settled there, and that was where Terah, Abram's father, died. So now, Abram took his wife Sarai, Lot his nephew, and all the possessions he had, all the people he had taken into his household or acquired at Haran and headed for the land of Canaan. To arrive at Canaan, Abram and his people passed through and set camp near the great tebranth oak tree of Moreh in the land of Shechem. When Abram and his people arrive at Canaan, the land isn't empty. This is the land that the Lord took him to, the Lord promised him. But the land is not empty. The Canaanites, the descendants of Ham's son who was cursed by Noah, were in the land at that time. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants or to your seed. So Abram built an altar there to honor Yahweh who had appeared to him. Abram traveled to the mountain on the east of Bethel and set his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east and there he set or built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord in worship through prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. Then Abram continued traveling towards Negev, the south country of Judah. So the Lord tells Abram to leave his country, to leave his people, his relatives, his home, to the land the Lord will show him the Lord also makes other promises in the end the Lord tells Abraham that all the families of the earth will be blessed through him and so Abraham listens and obeys a lot of times we find it really hard to obey we are so happy whenever we hear and read about who we are in Christ and all the blessings in store for us but we cannot seem to bring ourselves to follow the Lord and to listen to his instructions in order for us to fulfill his purpose for our lives and to get those blessings our disobedience could be because of fear or because of pride fear you are uncertain you don't think you can actually do it or you think the Lord will leave you along the line fear brings doubt it brings doubt in the Lord you begin to question his power and then you place him in a box you might not be intentionally doing it but you put your peace of mind and your comfort above the things the Lord is calling you to do you let your worries and your present situation to cloud your mind and to make you forget the one sending you. Look at Jonah. Yahweh tells Jonah to go to Nineveh to prophesy against the wickedness of the people. But what did Jonah do? He ran away. 
you cannot flee from the Lord. Where exactly do you want to go? The Lord is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He knows everything. For the most part, I actually understand Jonah because imagine being sent to a place known for its wickedness. The people of Nineveh were really wicked. And then the Lord is sending you to go and prophesy against them, telling them you're going to hell. You, you, you and you, you're going to hell unless you repent. And honestly, I understand him because Jonah doesn't want to die. He's afraid of the people there. But Jonah placed his fear of the people above the power of the Lord. The Lord really cared about his people. The Lord cares about his people. And so he did not want destruction for them so he sent his servant jonah jonah probably thought the lord would just ask someone else to do it if he ran away but we cannot stop the purpose of god when the lord plans something it is going to come to pass it doesn't matter if it takes 50 years or five minutes It really doesn't matter, but it will come to pass. Before the Lord asks you to do something, he has set everything in place. All you have to do is live. Live through the experience and live through everything. The Lord already plans. So trust him. The Lord touched the hearts of the people of Nineveh and they listened to Jonah and they repented. Let me backtrack a little bit about trusting God. So I saw a video some time ago on TikTok and I think it's like a podcast of this guy asking a question. He said, If you fall in love with God's flowers, what will happen when winter comes? We know winter. It's always dry, the roots, it's practically ugly. (laughs) No flowers, no leaves, nothing at all. That winter represents the bad times, the suffering. A lot of us have faith in God. Or say we have faith in God because of the abundance. And of course, we 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 are blessed. We as believers, children of the Lord, are blessed in abundance. But what happens when you are in a situation when you don't feel like the Lord is even with you? You don't even feel like the Lord is listening to you. You feel alone no matter what you feel like you are not meant to be happy that happened to me only a few months ago i was depressed for a really long time and i felt like absolutely nothing wanted me to be happy i would pray and pray and pray but it did not seem like the lord was listening 
it did not seem like he even loved me at all i did not feel loved but the lord really showed me that he was there with me he showed me that there is peace in the storm he gave me peace so when i say stuff like you need to trust god i'm not saying it because i saw it somewhere it's something i have i have experienced i have experienced peace in the storm and i actually like that peace so even though everything is crumbling i'm still going to hold on to god there have been times that i have prayed for certain things and i did not get them but i'm still going to trust god because he knows better he knows the past the present and the future he knows everything and he will answer according to the riches of his glory at the right time you might be asking when is the right time the only answer i'm going to give you is be patient and when the right time comes you will know because then you will realize that everything makes sense when you start connecting the dots you'll realize what the lord has been doing and you will thank him so back to what we were talking about if you ignore or you choose to ignore or run away from the plan the lord has for you you're actually never going to be arrested because you're going to have a troubled heart and there are things that are going to keep reminding you of what you are running away from but you know what no one can stop the plans of the lord it doesn't mean he's going to force you to do anything no in the end it's your choice you have free will in the book of esther mordecai tells esther that the lord placed her where she was for a reason and if she decides to stay still and do nothing the lord will use someone else to do the work you may feel like your current situation doesn't exactly give you the what's the word give you the chance or reason to do God's work but the Lord places us in certain places or in certain situations in order for us to, to do his work so when i was at that time when i was depressed one of the things my mother would always tell me is have faith one day you are going to share this as a testimony this is going to be a testimony one day and although i knew she was right i was like why on earth will god want me to fall into depression just so one day i would share a testimony about being depressed and here i am now not being able to shut up about what the lord has done for me i know what i went through and 
I know what the Lord has done for me. I know what he has done for me. And I know what he is going to do for many people. Because I know that there are so many people that are going through a lot. And what I say about what I went through and how the Lord saved me will definitely help someone out there. It doesn't matter if you're going through like a bad situation. Sometimes the Lord places you in a high position. Maybe you're being promoted or you're you're like an influencer with a very huge following or at least like your following is like increasing and stuff like that. So the Lord places you there or the Lord placed you there for a reason and you might feel like oh i'm up here and i might get criticized for talking about god and so you decide to keep quiet remember the lord is the one that placed you there you did not take yourself there so remember the one who blessed you and share his word with his people so that his people will be saved i feel like i have gone completely off track so let me rewind the lord god wants to work with people that are willing and ready to do what he asks them to do stop looking at your situation stop looking at yourself look unto god because the lord teaches and guides us when we listen and obey him recently i texted a friend that i haven't spoken to in almost three years it was just random we spoke for a while and i asked how she was doing at first she says she was fine but then i asked her again how are you doing and then she told me what was actually happening she told me everything and i felt this deep connection because i actually understood what she was going through it's not like when you tell someone oh i understand just so you can comfort them no i actually understood what she was saying because we went through very similar things and i was able to really connect with her and encourage her while i was talking to my friend the words of my mother came back and i remembered her saying that the things we go through today will be a testimony someday and an encouragement to someone else i did not understand but in fact at that time i was going through depression i did not care about testimony or how to encourage someone else i just wanted my problems to be over but it was until i started talking to my friend and telling her i had actually gone through something similar and telling her how i now have peace and joy in my heart because i chose to trust in god and by doing so i remind myself who he is 
and I am rest assured that my problems are solved because I give everything. I surrender everything to the Lord. If I did not go through something like that, I would have probably tried to encourage her by saying very basic things. But because of my experience, I was able to really connect with her. And I knew the right things to say. The Lord God directed me to randomly text my friend and I am grateful that I was able to be of help. In our uncertainty, we need to trust the Lord. Stop looking at the limitations and look onto the infinite and mighty power of Yahweh. Do not put God in a box. The more you get to know him, the more you are aware of his mighty power. Deuteronomy 31 verses 6 Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. Psalms 121 verses 2 to 3 My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow my foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Psalm 32 verses 8 I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you who are willing to learn with my eye upon you. The Lord will guide and teach those who are willing to learn and do his will. Before we can learn, we first have to be obedient and surrender to the will of Yahweh. Just as Abraham did. You know, one thing about God is he is faithful and Abraham knew that. Let's be honest, Abraham was already rich. So he could have easily said no. He was in a place where he was very comfortable in and he was thriving. So he could have easily said no, but he surrendered and obeyed. I think one thing that really pricks my interest is that Abraham did not ask any questions. He did not ask where he was going. He did not even ask how long it was going to take him to arrive. All the Lord said was, go to the land that I will show you. And Abraham, knowing who God is and knowing that God always fulfills his promise got ready and left a lot of times god will tell us to do things that we don't actually want to do he will probably ask us to get rid of or leave things we cherish or leave a place we are very comfortable with it is really hard but we need to have faith and we need to trust the lord Ever since I was a kid, I one of the things that I dreaded the most or no, something I was really afraid of was becoming a preacher. And I was really scared that my calling was 
to be a pastor to be a preacher but i guess it's sort of in line with something god is calling me to do because having this podcast and even though i'm just reading bible stories i am still sharing the gospel in a way and i did not plan this but it is what is coming to pass so yeah (laughs) have faith in the lord have complete faith in him and trust that he will do everything for your benefit and for his glory the lord led abram to canaan that was the land abram's descendants would inherit but that land belonged to other people the canaanites were in the land at that time according to why was abraham promised a land that belonged to others by godquestions.org quote the land pledged to abraham was part of god's provision for the jewish people after the exodus from egypt the jews were given the promised land confirming god's power to predict the future and fulfill his promises second giving the land to abraham's descendants was in part a judgment on the sinful canaanites in genesis 15 verses 16 the lord gives a time frame for the transfer of the land as well as a reason for it in the fourth generation your descendants will come back here for the sins of the amorites has not yet reached its full measure this statement clearly shows that god had a reason for wrestling the land from the canaanites namely their sin at the edge of the promised land moses told the children of abraham deuteronomy 9 verses 4 it is on account of the wickedness of these nations that the lord is going to drive them out before you Abraham did not immediately inherit the land because it was not time yet for judgment to fall. God eventually took the land from the idolaters and turned it over to his children. Third, the prosperity promised to Abraham required much land. Prosperity in Abraham's time involved acquiring land and having livestock. Yes, God promised Abraham land that belonged to others. The reasons for this transfer of land include the need to punish the Canaanites for their sins and the need for God's chosen people to have a land of their own eventually to become the birthplace of the messiah end quote Now there was a famine in the land and it was oppressive and severe 
So Abram went into Egypt to live temporarily. When they were about to enter Egypt, Abram said to Sarai, his wife, Listen, I know you are a really beautiful woman. Let me tell you, Sarai was about 65 years old at this time. So how exactly, how beautiful was she? I really, really want to know. So when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife and they will kill me to acquire you and they will let you live. Please tell them that you are my sister so that things will go well for me and my life will be spared because of you. Well, they wouldn't really be lying because Sarai was Abram's half sister. They had the same father but different mothers. Incest at that time was allowed. God did not disapprove of interfamily marriage until much later in Leviticus 18, 6-18. I actually explained this better in episode 6. So, if you have not listened to it or in case you have forgotten, just check out the episode. Check out episode 6. <laughs> if Abram was not a good husband or if Sarai had enough of him or if she just wanted to get rid of him, this was her chance. But no, she loved her husband and did not want anything to happen to him. So she went ahead with the plan. And when they entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was beautiful. Abraham knew how beautiful his wife was. Imagine having a partner that is so attractive. I know a few people that prefer dating less attractive people because they feel like they wouldn't be um, worried about people trying to take their partner away from them (laughs) but yeah abraham was right to be scared for his life because when the when pharaoh's princes or officials saw her they praised her to pharaoh that is they sang her praises to pharaoh and then sarai was taken into pharaoh's house harem for the purpose of marriage one of the many things the kings back then would boast about is the beauty of their wives their queens after taking sarai in pharaoh treated abram really well because of sarai he gave abram sheep oxen male and female donkeys male and female servants and camels but the lord god punished pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of sarai abram's wife but why though abram and sarai lied to pharaoh 
Abraham lied because he was scared for his life and because of that lie Abraham almost lost his wife the Lord caused the plague to come on Pharaoh so that he would realize that something was wrong that Sarai was actually a married woman if Pharaoh had kept Sarai the promised son would not be born and God's promise to Abraham would not be fulfilled without the son there would be no nation have you ever made a bad decision or a series of bad decisions which landed you in trouble but the Lord graciously and mercifully intervened I know I have this is actually difficult to share but still (laughs) I'm going to say it because of my lack of coordination and organization plus my laziness and procrastination I literally hit a dead end in my academics and school it was a hundred percent my fault I could not progress or move forward but I prayed to the Lord I told him I was sorry and I asked for mercy I asked for a way out the Lord was my only hope and I knew that absolutely no one absolutely nothing could have helped me but I turned to Yahweh and he made a way for me the Lord makes the impossible possible so stop doubting his capabilities and his power Yahweh parted the Red Sea in my education no he dried it up and delivered me from the mess I created he brought me out of the situation I put myself in because only he can do that only God can change a person's life around and that is something we should be grateful for and have assurance that our father is mighty and he will save us he will help you he will save you so you should trust him so of course what abram did was very wrong but the lord intervened and delivered abram and sarai in order to keep his covenant the lord has a purpose for you trust him never forget that after pharaoh realized what was going on he called abram and said what is this you have done to me why did you not tell me that she was your wife why did you say she is my sister and allow me to take her as my wife maybe it was because of the plague maybe not but pharaoh a king who could have whatever and whoever he wanted knew not to mess with a married woman you know i think this shows that there are times that the lord will allow bad things to happen in a person's life as part of something bigger we may not understand why certain 
bad things happen to us but my friend everything is for a reason there is a purpose for your suffering god has a bigger a larger and better plan and purpose for everything that happens in life it is all part of a glorious story and it is your choice to see through Paul tells us in Romans that for those who love the Lord, all things will work together for their good. And sometimes those good things don't fall in line with our plans. Some of them do not follow our expectations and what we think we want. But once again, trust in the Lord. He knows what he is doing. Let him take control. Let him write the story. And you? Just live it. Enjoy his everlasting love. And let him guide you through every step of the way. Hebrews 10 verses 23. Let us seize and hold tight the confession of our hope without wavering because he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word always remember that god is faithful in the end pharaoh sent them away saying now then here is your wife take her and go but that's not all pharaoh did not just send them away but he gave them protection. He sent some of his men to escort Abram and his wife Sarai and all that he had. I'm not saying you should intentionally do bad things expecting the Lord to save you from it. You should not take advantage of the love of God. Do not intentionally do things and then you're like oh well god is going to save me god is going to have mercy on me so i'm just going to do whatever i want to do don't do that if you say you love the lord if you really love the lord you will do whatever you will try your best to not hurt him you will not do bad things you will have reverence for him you will be in awe of his mighty power and you will be obedient to his word. According to a 1983 New York Times article titled Footsteps of Abraham by Malachi Martin, from Ur, Abraham traveled 700 miles to the borders of present-day Iraq another 700 miles into Syria, another 800 miles down to Egypt by the Inland Road, and then back to Canaan, what is now Israel. End quote. Jeremiah 29 verses 11 For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster to give you a future 
and hope so i'm leaving you with one question do you trust god we've come to the end of this episode and i want to say a big thank you to every single person that listened till this point i want to say thank you god bless you are amazing (laughs) but before saying goodbye i want to say a few things trusting god isn't as easy as we say it is it's hard as an overthinker myself it's really hard for me to let go of my worries and let the lord take control but i have to constantly remind myself of who god is he is the god of the universe he created everything and every single thing bows to him so next time you're having doubt in god remind yourself of who your god is it was really hard for me to learn to surrender to the lord it was really hard for me to say jesus take the wheel (laughs) jesus taking the wheel isn't him completely taking control and not considering you he loves you he knows everything about you no one knows you better than the lord he knows everything about you so next time you're worried about something go to him tell him what the problem is and have faith in the lord don't doubt him because he will guide you and he will protect you just as he did with abram if abram refused to listen to the lord he would not have lived to fulfill the purpose the lord had for him but abram listened to the lord he obeyed and the lord kept his promise by surrendering to the lord i have found peace my definition of happiness is peace and i have found that happiness in the lord things are way easier when we let the lord take control of everything and honestly it may not actually seem or go the way we want it to go but still we trust the lord the lord told Abram to leave his people and his family to move to Canaan but when he got to Canaan first of all the Canaanites were in the land secondly there was a famine and he had to leave the land the Lord had promised to his descendants so probably you are already doing what the Lord has called you to do and it seems like you're stuck it probably feels like when Noah was stuck in the ark and there was no land but it is in our patience in our time of patience that the Lord prepares us for what is about to come so keep praying keep worshiping keep praising him 
keep studying his word and keep doing what he called you to do with that i am going to say goodbye now (laughs) i'm going to say goodbye and i'm sorry that this episode took too long i hope the next episode isn't going to take too long so yeah goodbye wherever you are in the world good morning good afternoon and good night god bless bye Hey everyone, and peace be upon you. How are you? How was your day? How is your day going? Oh, and have you eaten today? I'm not talking about feeding yourself caffeine. I'm talking about a proper meal. If you haven't, please get something to eat. Also, remember to rest. So... Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Raisin Army podcast. This is another episode about love.